Dogs As They Are is the first ebook from Canine Nation. It is a look at our dog's biology, ethology, and the ways our dogs try to fit into our very human world. It's available at most online booksellers, and there is more information on how you can get it at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Tuesday, November 20th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. The Mysterious Case of the Randomly Disobedient Dog It was, perhaps, the longest ten minutes I can remember. Certainly my older dog, Tiramisu, didn't seem to mind, but I had to seriously consider what was going on in the head of my fourteen-month-old Belgian shepherd, Rizzo. After asking him to sit, there I stood, a full ten minutes later, still waiting for his butt to hit the ground. It's never a good practice to nag the dog by repeating the cue for a behavior. Doing that can give them the idea that they are not required to respond to you on your first or even second or third request. Was my dog being stubborn? Did he not hear me? Perhaps this was some peculiar form of canine practical joke. It isn't like there wasn't something in it for Rizzo. We were all waiting to go back into the yard for a play. All he had to do was sit. A couple of years ago, I wrote a three-part series for Life as a Human called Three Reasons Why Your Dog Isn't Responding. In that series, I identified the three most common reasons a dog might not respond when you give him a cue. One, he didn't see or hear your cue. Two, he got the message but doesn't clearly understand what it means and needs more training. Or three, he's not motivated to respond to you either for the reward he might get or for the punishment he might avoid. But there seems to be a fourth mysterious reason why a dog might not respond. Apparently, only the dogs understand that reason, and they are not sharing. It's not just me, right? Every dog will, on occasion, appear completely unresponsive 
even if you give them a cue for a well-known and heavily rewarded behavior. A friend and professional dog trainer related a typical story to me this week. She and her three dogs were out for a walk. Off-leash and ten feet ahead of her on the trail, the three dogs stopped and looked at my friend. It was time to go, and she called out, Come! Her youngest dog immediately began air-scenting and wandered off in one direction into the woods, while her oldest dog simply turned around and walked down the path in a different direction. Her middle dog just stood there on the trail staring at her as if she had just uttered Mandarin Chinese instead of a well-known cue. You can imagine her frustration as a dog-training professional. What was going on here? She teaches dog training for a living. Could these really be her dogs? How embarrassing! In this world of the Internet and smartphones, we have come to expect things we want to be there and be there when we want them. And more and more, we want them fast. I guess that it isn't surprising that we expect our dogs to be as responsive as our TV when we press the remote control. People even use shock collars that come with remote controls to get their dogs to do what they want them to do. Unfortunately for us, our dogs still retain some sense of their own ideas about what they do and do not want to do at any moment. And I think that's where the frustration lies, when what we want doesn't match what our dog wants. Regardless of the training method you choose to use, it's still up to your dog to decide that they want to cooperate. Many of us spend a great deal of time training our dogs, and it can feel like something of a betrayal when we ask our dog for something and we get the paw from them. Not right now, Dad. Your needs are just not that important. Ouch. For all we do for our dogs, this is the thanks we get. We give them food, shelter, companionship, a loving home. Do they not appreciate all of that? Well, yes and no. Our dogs appreciate all of what we do for them in the same way that a two-year-old child might. They will do what they please, thank you very much, and some of the time, that will be what you ask them to do. Other times, not so much. The strange thing I have noticed is that many times my dogs will wait until we are out and about in front of other people, especially other dog people, to pull out their selective deafness routine. It seems that they save that creative disobedience for the exact moment when it would be most embarrassing for me. To say that it can be infuriating is an understatement. While we may think that it's perfectly reasonable to expect our dogs to always respond to us when we give them a cue, I think we might have a very different perspective if our roles were reversed. Ask any husband who is summoned by his wife while watching sports on TV. I'll be there in a minute is a perfectly reasonable response. Isn't that what our dogs could be thinking as they seem to wander aimlessly after we have asked them to come for the fourth time? We know we have a perfectly good reason why we need our dog to sit or come or lie down right now. But isn't it possible that our dogs don't share our insight? From their perspective, we might be the one that is missing out on the really great smell. It might even be an interesting sound or a strange sight. You see, our dogs have different senses than we do. The thing that is distracting them might not even be something we can see, hear, or smell. 
Are we unreasonable in expecting our dogs to respond to us immediately? Probably. Are there things we can do to get them to be more cooperative more often? Of course there are. Training and our choice of training methods can do a lot to shape things up. But I don't think it can ever be perfect. Our dogs are not machines that can be remote controlled. Perhaps we just need to adjust our expectations as their owners. Maybe all we need to make these frustrating situations more tolerable is just to let go of some of our expectations. We have expectations of our dog, and we have expectations of our role in the relationship with our dog. Perhaps a slight change of perspective might help improve things. Let me give you an example. If I'm out for a walk with my dog and I call her to come, she might not even lift her nose from whatever it is she is sniffing. I could get angry and shout at her, but who would want to go to someone that is obviously getting angry with you? There are many different ways to respond in that situation, but it would make sense to be fun and encouraging instead of cross and threatening. I just need to get her attention, and a calm, happy demeanor would be much more attractive than acting all angry about it. Sometimes our dogs don't respond to us the way we want, but it's nothing personal. It's not a betrayal, and it's not their way of saying they don't love us anymore. It's just them being, well, them. If we don't take things so seriously and forgive the occasional lapse, I think that would improve things with our dog. Instead, many people go in the other direction. They begin to sound more and more like a drill sergeant to be feared and obeyed. While that might get you what you want in the short term, I don't think that it's the best way to interact with a dog. We are much more intelligent than our dogs. We have control of all of the things our dogs need to be happy, like food and water. So what if we don't get what we want sometimes? If I ask my dog to sit and he doesn't, nobody dies. And if I take my dog somewhere where his health might be in danger, if he doesn't respond to me, shame on me for not having him on a leash. So the next time you find yourself embarrassed by your dog's lack of response, just lighten up, sunshine. At the end of the day, it's you they are going to come over for a snuggle and a scratch with. If they don't come when you call occasionally, it doesn't mean they forgot what the cue means. Maybe it just means they will get to it in a minute. Maybe we should just relax and enjoy our dogs, quirky behaviors and all. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. The new Canine Nation ebook. Dogs as They Are, is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine. Each essay now includes author's notes, and the book includes all-new introduction and epilogue essays. You can get Dogs as They Are from the new Canine Nation store. Just go to caninenation.ca forward slash store. We offer Kindle, EPUB, and PDF versions. Or you can click on the store from the menu at the top of the Canine Nation website. Dogs as They Are is also available from most online booksellers, such as Amazon, Kobo.com, and Booktango.com. And it will be coming to other online booksellers, like the Apple iTunes Store, very soon. Just search for Dogs as They Are 
It's a great read and only $2.99. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.